Welcome to the Church Butler Lunch and Learn podcast. We help put social media to work for your church. Social media is your opportunity to engage your community all week long, reach new people, and start new conversations. Every week, we'll bring you a dose of practical, tactical, skill-building training as we talk to communicators, church leaders, and members of our team. Are you ready? Let's get to today's session. Hey, everybody. This is uh, the Church Butler Lunch and Learn series. We're doing a new thing around here. We're featuring some interviews with some rock star pastors from around the country. Uh, Today, we've got a good friend of mine, Peter Gueski, who is a church planter and founder and lead pastor of Hope City Church SRQ in Sarasota, Florida. Welcome, uh, Peter. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Kenny. Good to be with you guys. Uh, Love all the work that you guys are doing there at Church Butler. So um, part of our Launch and Learn series is we're trying to be really practical and tactical, like absolutely minutia details, because there's so much leadership learning out there. There's so much, you know, tutorials and stuff. But when you actually sit down and do it, sometimes like you're missing some of the details. And um, I wanted to bring you on because you've been doing some great things with Hope City Church. Now, just give us a 30-second pitch as to the history of the church, where you are in the process of launching the church. Tell us a little bit about Hope City SRQ. Yeah, sure thing. So we are in our fifth week as a church. So we launched on January 22nd, and uh, things have been going really well. Uh, The launch process uh, was really positive. We're affiliated with the ARC, so the Association of Related Churches, and uh, we followed a pretty pretty significant process with them. Um, And we had a great launch team and done some really cool things along the way to help build some momentum in our community uh, to make a difference for the gospel. So uh, when was your official launch date? And today we're um, toward the end of February. How many weeks? How many actual live services have you had so far? Yeah, so we launched on January 22nd. It was a beautiful sunny day here in Florida. (laughs) And uh, let's see, we are now, this Sunday, this coming Sunday will be our sixth week. Gotcha. Um, And so you've, I mean, this is like go time for you, getting the word out the door to get people in the door. You've launched with, I think, two services. Is that correct? Yeah, we have two services. We have a 9 o'clock and a 1045 service. Gotcha. Um, And you've had some success with a couple hundred people in the door for the first couple of weeks. So let's talk about, uh, there were two things that we talked about in pre-interview, either um, going out with the direct mail or some of the Easter plans. I'll let it up to you uh, for today's Lunch and Learn. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, so I'd rather talk about the direct mail piece because we have kind of hard data around that, whereas some of the other stuff is is aspirational and it's things that we're working towards even right now. Um, And it's also a tease to get you back on here for a future episode. So let's go directly into the direct mail. Um, Direct mail is something that a lot of people think that doesn't work and that we should always be looking at Facebook and digital and all this other stuff. But I'm a fan of a hybrid approach to marketing communications. I'm really excited that you actually employ direct mail um, and that you can rec- report on some of the results. So tell us a little bit about um, the actual piece, what the purpose was, um, and you know why you sent out that direct mail piece. What, you know, what was the timing of it? Yeah, Kenny, our launch budget was about 
uh, roughly about $200,000. And in inside of that budget, we had set aside about $15,000 for marketing. So that's that's going to be your direct mail. That's going to be your print material. That's going to be your online, like your Facebook ads and all that kind of stuff that you want to promote. And we put a significant amount of money into our direct mail piece. Uh, we see, we have seen some incredible results from direct mail. We've seen some great results from Facebook, and we've also seen some great results just from some standard, you know, mom and pop print shop type stuff. So. Um, all across the board, like you said, we wanted to have a smattering of a little bit of everything. So that whenever you would run into content, whether that's digital or, you know, like printed content, that you would see something from us there. Nice, nice. And so um, the actual piece, who designed it? And was it uh, four color, two color, black and white photograph? What did it yes. look like? Sure. So I work with a designer, his very talented designer, his name is Mike Brennan. Um, he's, he works for me by the hour. So if any of you guys are looking for somebody to do design work, I know that he would love to pick up some extra clients. But um, yeah, it was full color, front and back, full color. And it was a rather large, um, it's an oversized postcard. So it would stick out above envelopes, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it would stick out above envelopes and it would kind of hang beyond the, the normal length of an envelope. The goal of a direct mail piece is just to get them to your website. You're not looking to have them do anything other than take a next step in connecting with you. And so we sent out 10,000 postcards to, no, excuse me, we sent out 60,000 postcards to our community, 60,000 postcards. And out of that $15,000 budget that I shared with you, we spent $10,000 on that. So that's what been, that's why I flip-flopped those numbers there. But so I would, I would argue that three out of four people that filled out a connect card on our launch day. So the first Sunday that we had church, three out of four people referenced our direct mail, that piece of mail that they received as why they came to church. It's crazy. Wow. Wow. And you had several hundred people, a couple hundred people actually show up that first Sunday. We're not talking again, 50% of churches are under 100. You exceeded that and three quarters of them actually referenced that in the, um, that I guess guest connections or the connection card that you call it. Yeah. So we saw, yeah, three quarters of the people referencing the direct mail piece, and we had um, a couple hundred people show up on the first day. Now, the other thing about direct mail is it has like a drip effect to it. So on week two and three, we still see people who's, who are saying, hey, I'm new here today. I'm filling out this connect card, and I, I know about you because of this, this piece of mail. It, it's crazy. Like it's absolutely ludicrous to think that you know a piece of mail is going to direct somebody's actions on a Sunday, but it's proven itself to work. And then so there's other data around that that say um, a successful direct mail campaign will provide uh, a half to a quarter percent return. And so that's like you do that math, and that's pretty normal that you're going to see that. I think that we saw um, you know somewhere just slightly above that. But we had a really sharp-looking piece of, of mail. It was um, eye-catching. It was attractive, and it called to action. That was one hit. There was only one mailing. That's right. Yeah. And um, how did you go about? Let's let's talk about the logistics of the mailing. 
Um, did you, it wasn't licking stamps, I'm sure. Did you try to get a bulk rate permit? Do you have to be a nonprofit? Is it available to them? Is it expensive? I don't, is it long and lengthy? Do you have to plan six months in advance? Yeah, there's definitely a lead time to it. So we're gearing up for Easter already. And, um, you know, we're kind of late to the game. So I say we're gearing up already. But most of you are probably have already been working on Easter. But, uh, you know, we're only five weeks in. And so we're trying to establish so many different things, Easter being one of them. We're too late to do a direct mail piece for Easter. You need about six to eight weeks lead time um, with the company that you choose. Now, we used a company called Mailworks. Um, I think they're out of... Indiana or Michigan, and um, they were fantastic. Uh, I'd highly recommend Tim. He's a great dude, um, very personal, approachable, and so you they walk with you step by step through that entire process. Um, they'll even help you get the, the application filled out for the nonprofit status. Um, so then you get a, a reduced mailing rate, very significant, um, a significant uh, price break for you. In fact, I think we saved four thousand dollars. Um, in that reduced price bracket. That's crazy. And so uh, we were talking about the numbers before. It's actually pennies. Do you recall approximately how much each piece in that mailing cost you? Yeah, so every piece of mail was 16 and a half cents to get it into uh, the, post, the post office and into your mailbox. So it was absolutely crazy, right? So I had this moment where I'm, I'm checking my mail um, just got out of the car, checked my mailbox, and my neighbors happened to be checking the mail too. And she looks over at me and she goes, hey, look what just showed up in my mailbox. You're in my mailbox. And it was this moment where I had this great opportunity to talk to my own neighbor about what we were trying to do here in our city. Um, it, it is, it's a huge asset for churches. I think it's an underutilized asset because people are like, I'd rather put all my money nearly oh, amount of money there. Yeah, so, um, I could just see you stalking everyone's mailbox that day, waiting for them to open it up so you can have a conversation. Um, so what's the opportunity cost, right? It was a significant buy. Your budget is limited. Any church's budget is limited. No matter if you're a mega church or a small church, you're trying to steward your dollars well. Um, what would be the opportunity cost? What else would you have chosen to spend that money on that you think would have brought in that many people? Events. If I didn't do a mailer, I would just put that money into events so that you actually are putting on something quality for your community to come to. And what that then does is it drives uh, real life conversations, but that's a lot of work. And so a mailer gets into 60,000 homes um, yeah for money but you're going to spend that money one way or another and so did you were, were you able to determine um is it prepackaged zones which sixty thousand homes or were you able to cherry pick can you remove zip codes or neighborhoods out of the list as well yeah, that's one of the things that we did. We're very targeted in our approach as to who are who are we looking to to see come to our church. Not because there's people we don't want there, of course, but there's just the reality of like, yeah, so I know my landscape barriers, like they're not going to cross over X, Y, and Z. They're not going to come from the west side of Sarasota because that's just so far and there's so much traffic, even though by miles, it's not that far. So we actually pushed further out in one section 
takes um, just a brief amount of time to get to our location from there. Nice, nice. Well, um, I really appreciate you stopping by today for this quick lunch and learn moment. Um, it sounds like I'm going to ask this question, but it sounds like I know the answer. Um, would you trigger another direct mail um, and would you reserve it for only big events or is this something on a periodic basis that you would actually utilize and budget for? Yeah, I would say this to all church planters that if you, I'd almost say it like this, listen, like if you're not planning on doing a piece of a direct mail piece, don't even bother opening your doors because um, your first day, your launch day is so critical to the future of, of your church's growth. And I think that this is a massive growth engine. At Hope City, we're looking forward to doing our next um, direct mail piece. I don't know what it's going to be for. It'll probably be for something um, significant, like some sort of activity or big day, whatever we're highlighting. Um, but I'm definitely going to set aside funds. I'm going to allocate funds every year in our budget to ensure that we do um, you know, at least a forty to 50,000 piece of mail. Nice, nice. Um, thank you so much. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you personally, what's the best way to do that? Carrier pigeon, Twitter, snail mail, um, and give us the, hook us up with the URL for your church's website. Yeah, sure thing. Smoke signal that works too. Um, <laughs> you know, for me personally, email is a great way to do that. So that's Peter at hopecitysrq.com. Um, I'd love to connect with people on Facebook as well. Um, so you can find me at Peter Goweski, G-O-W-E-S-K-Y, uh, over there at Facebook. And I personally, I love talking shop just like this. So I appreciate the opportunity and the privilege to share with you guys um, some of the things that we've learned along the way, the mistakes we've made. And uh, we'd be happy to, to share um, some more things that we're learning with you. So, yeah, Great. connect. Let's do it. So what is the, again, one more time, the URL for your church's website. And then the one last plug is um, your podcast. Tell, tell us about your podcast. Sure. So our uh, website is hopecitysrq.com. And uh, we are specifically trying to connect with people in every platform that we can. And so one of the things we did was on day one, we launched our church podcast as well. So you can find that in iTunes and Stitcher and, and basically anywhere you find uh, a good podcast. And so, uh, yeah, head over to iTunes and search for Hope City SRQ and you'll find uh, our emblem, the anchor, and you can uh, hit subscribe to that. You'd, I'd love for you to stay connected to what we're doing down here in Sarasota. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us for this installment, the Lunch and Learn from Church Butler. Uh, best wishes. We're, we definitely have to have you back here again soon, Peter. That would be awesome. I love it, Kenny. If you enjoyed today's session, please help us share resources like today's Lunch and Learn with more church communicators across the country. The best way for you to help is to thumb up this episode and leave some feedback on iTunes. It really makes a difference. And for more information on our online training platform and done-for-you social media graphics services, visit our website at www.butler.church.